Welcome everybody to What's Your Bacon and Seven Questions. It is the show where we have distilled the meaning of life, Nay. the meaning of happiness, Nay. the meaning of everything good that could ever be. Down to just seven questions. We started with how many questions, Mike? 78,466. No one would book our show, so we distilled it. Took an afternoon, distilled it down to just seven. Today, well, a little story. There's a band. There's a metal band from Orange County, California called Project 86. They released 10 albums, two EPs, two DVDs, one live album. Their newest album, Omni Part 1, which is the first of two concept records, features the newest single, Virtual Signal, which is out now. We've got their singer today, Andrew. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> thanks thanks for having me, questions. gentlemen. That, that was, <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted you to keep going with the introduction. I, it's like, it, you I know what he, he did in the stop. Find them streaming. Go to project86.com to check out the video, get more info. We've got that. We've got. Uh, the, but no, no, continue. Continue. Because okay. he, he does, it's more. Oh, we welcome singer, writer, musician, and if the website on your wiki page is correct, uh, mortgage broker from Toronto, Andrew. <laughs> mortgage broker from Toronto. That's amazing. I've never heard that one. That's uh, good. I'll tell you right now. Andrew Schwab. AndrewSchwab.com is the website that is given on your Wikipedia page. And when you click oh, on it, that's it the is guy a that, that mortgage stole broker my, from Toronto. My URL. That's the guy that stole it. Oh yeah. man! Actually, we've got we've got a stolen URL yeah. situation here yeah. that we could talk about in our main episode. <laughs> but before we really get into that, what, what we a like big to mystery. Do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what we do here is is before we have everybody check your your complete episode out is uh, what we like to do is give them a little taste. Uh, we get to get them to know your nooks and crannies. Yeah, uh, your your the double stuff of your Oreo, if mm -hmm. you will. Cream in so, that Twinkie. Uh, that cream that's in the a, Twinkie. That's intimate. It, it is. sounds sultry. It does. <laughs> it is. Are you, sir, ready for us to uh, to explore those nooks and crannies of, yeah. of you? Oh, man. I wouldn't have gotten into this line of work if I wasn't comfortable with people <laughs> investigating my my innards. So nice. let's let's do this. We're going to awesome. go spelunking the balls ready. of your heart. The nethers <laughs> yeah. of your heart. Oh, give me more of that. <laughs> All right. Question number one. Sir, how many pillows are too many? Ooh, oh, this is important. And it I is. have an opinion on it. Okay, so th this is just me. I'm, I'm not going to put this on anyone else. But there's, there's a science to sleep that I believe firmly in, at least for my own orbit. And my orbit is the only one that matters because I front a rock band, right? Yes. Yes, yes, so, yes. Number one. I don't think you can have more than two, man. I really don't. And for me, I need, like, almost flat pillows, like non-existent fluff. And one of them is for my head and the other one is for like me to wrap my arm around, if that makes nice. sense. Because I'm like yeah, a, yeah. a side sleeper and a thrasher a little bit. So you need to be able to, oh, you need that. Put a solid headlock yeah. on something. Yeah. So I switch arms and sides throughout the night. And right. so it's literally like take pillow A, put the underarm, Lay on right side, uh, pillow B goes under head, and then when I flip over the other side, I take uh, pillow B, which was under my head, put it under my other right. arm, switch to the other side, and take the pillow that was under my arm, put it under my head. And that's nice. the routine throughout the night, and I switch positions like half a dozen times at least. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like that's it. acceptable. I like it. Yeah. All right. Andrew, question number two, and I'm, I'm very curious <laughs> to your answer because I know you've got the uh, the dietary thing. You're very into uh 
organic and gluten-free and stuff. Ooh, man's done his research. <laughs> what is the perfect pizza order? Oh, man. You know, I, I love pizza, and I don't eat it as often as I would like to. But there are – because I live in Southern California – there are a lot of options because there's a lot of people and therefore a lot of businesses and therefore also a lot of quote unquote healthy options. Right. Mm -hmm. But there are only a few places that I can eat sort of digestive issue with, like I can't just order your standard, you know, pick a pizza chain and and eat it. That would end my life. Uh, right, you, it's it's that, or you do that, but you make sure you're not doing anything for several days after. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would cause me a lot of pain. Uh, yeah. So I have to order like the cauliflower crust or the the gluten free crust, and then mm-hmm. as of late, though, like the cheese has been fine, and the re- the rest of the pizza is fine. So I've kind of expanded my pizza situation very recently, but for the previous three years, I really didn't eat much pizza, and it was really sad. I basically reached uh, a stage with my life where my body told me you just can't do what you've been doing along the way. You know, I'm there. Yeah, I'm travel for a living. A lot of shortcuts. You eat whatever you want, and then you reach a point where it's like you you just can't do it anymore. Yeah. So now that's a roundabout way of getting my answer. I really, when I have like options of different types of pizza sitting in front of me, all of which I can eat safely. I've been gravitating towards uh, just like a margarita pizza, which is really Love it. basic. Yeah, but I find that like that's my favorite. It's I, the essence of pizza, right? It's it's, right. it's just what is it? It's cheese, uh, sauce, crust, and uh, is it basil? basil? Sometimes, yeah, basil. basil? Yeah. yeah, a couple of basil leaves, some olive oil. Yeah. You, well, something that we always talk about here is that if if your regular pizza, like if your bare bones pizza isn't good, it doesn't matter how much stuff you put on top yeah. of it, your pizza's no good. It's the old polishing a turd adage. That's yeah, right. exactly. That's right. When exactly. you're building a house, you start with the foundation. If your right. foundation is weak, no matter what you put on top of it, the end result is going to be weak as well. So yes, it, right. This yes. applies to pizza more than anything, probably. I I, I agree with that. And uh, cauliflower pizza, love the crust. It's good. I yeah. love yeah, the crust. It's good. It's I good. hate making the crust. I tried making the crust once. Complete complete disaster. Such From a mess. Like, scratch. Yeah, yeah. Wow, My wife and I tried ambitious. it back in the day. Yeah. Like it was awful. So just <laughs> just get the pre bought pre made ones. They're way yeah. easier. <laughs> I agree. And don't get me wrong, man. Like. I love sweets. I love snacks. I love junk food. I, I love all that stuff. I, I love all the yeah, bad things. Yeah. It's just I reached a point for me personally, and I think I'm not alone in this because our entire food supply has been poisoned increasingly yeah. for the last like yeah. two to three decades. I just can't eat all that stuff anymore that I was able to eat when I was 20 or 25. Uh, so, here. you know, anytime. I can find an alternative version of something that isn't going to make me feel awful or actually physically cause me pain. I'm stoked, man. So what I'm trying to say is I'm not one of those people that went gluten-free because it was some sort of diet fad. Or, right, you know, right, right. You're not eating. an elitist. You're like, no, hey, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really. This is, this is to make me stuff. feel good. <laughs> yeah, it literally, like I eat organic food because um, 
the pesticides in a lot of food, actually, I can notice it when I eat yeah. it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just pragmatism. That's it. It has yeah, nothing you, to do with being like a food elitist. I just wanted to make no, that if clear. You, yeah. If you eat something and it hurts, but you it, love it, you're going to keep eating it until they make something. Until it kills you. It that, uh, or they make a version of it that doesn't hurt. And then you go to right. that. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. Question number go. three. We're on to a true or false question right now. Okay. True or false. Cereal is a soup. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> What's the dic- de- dictionary definition of soup? Doesn't it have to have some sort of broth-ish situation going well, we on? Got a, we got a cream-based broth with milk. A cream-based broth. Okay. Wheat, wheat or rice-based noodle. I guess, right? Well, I mean, the point that you're arguing arguing is pretty undeniable. I would never have said yes to that because it's just it's two totally different right, right. parts of your palate, parts of the day. Like you wouldn't eat soup for breakfast, at least I don't think. Gazpacho is a cold soup. Gazpacho is a cold uh, soup, so there's that. And when I think of cereal, I, I never think of it as having enough I don't know, nutrients to constitute like an entire meal. Uh, Even though we did that as kids, you know, ate cereal for breakfast. Really, you couldn't, you think of dinner as like a a real meal. You couldn't just have cereal for that. I don't know. It just doesn't compute in my brain. But I think the way that you presented that makes it pretty difficult to deny that it could be considered a soup. (laughs) (laughs) I hold no allegiance to any answer. I could be swayed either way. I walk through life oh, knowing that I am totally willing to change my mind when given better information. Yeah. <laughs> on anything. I'm the same way, man. Like, I'm pretty set in, you know, the older you get, the more set in your ways you get, the more you figure right. stuff yeah. out in a way that works for you. But I, I kind of try to take pride in remaining an open system. Uh, and when I receive new information, on some front that I'm admittedly not an expert on because I'm, I'm not a soup expert. I have opinions right. about soup, but and I, I'm sure. a consumer of soup, even yeah. an amateur connoisseur of soup. If you add all the See? different types of soups oh, throughout yeah. my lifetime, I've sampled. But, uh, man, this is blowing my mind right now. I'm going to have to, like, that's what we re- do on this recalibrate <laughs> all of my stuff based upon this one. That's what After we do. we get That's, off, like, my, we do on this show, everything's going to spin. Everything's going to be spinning <laughs> when we're done. <laughs> well, is that a true or false? So he said he, said true, he was going to say false, on, but then he said this. based on the information, maybe okay. true. I, yeah, I would have to say yeah. loosely true. Loosely, loosely true. true. Okay. Right. All right. Question number four, gift cards. Lame gift idea or great gift idea? Convenient gift idea for the buyer. Mm-hmm really doesn't communicate uh, closeness to the other person or thoughtfulness on your end, but it's better than nothing. And it depends on the context, right? So like if somebody is in a situation where a gift is not expected and you give them a Starbucks gift card, for example, they will mm-hmm. be super stoked. Like that is a really thoughtful gift to do for someone just like a yeah. $10 Starbucks gift card for like a coworker that you're not that close with or someone yeah. that that is an acquaintance and really is not expecting anything from you for doing some task you know what i mean uh yeah but if it's like your mom 
for Christmas and you actually talk to your mom, you know, more than yeah. once a year. Right, right. Probably don't want to roll with the Amazon or Starbucks gift card. Uh, but I, you know, I've I've gotten it for uh, you know siblings and, and close family members before uh, when they've asked for it, and it's been cool. Right. As a receiver, I personally don't care. Like if somebody gets me a gift card, I'm always going to be so. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm never going to be like, oh, you should have like put more thought into this, because then I can get what I want. Yeah, right. we always, we always pose because we're musicians. Also, we're, we're, we also sing in bands, so we're the center of our universes, um, and we like to, to pose that like, do you want a guitar pedal picked out by your grandmother? No. Or no. do you want a reverb gift card? <laughs> or, or I would rather have Sweetwater a gift card. Personally. Right? I just, I'm my initial part of the answer was based upon as the giver, as the giver, at least come off as being thoughtful if if you're operating in a perfect world. If you don't care, I mean, and you just are doing it, you know, for someone where the situation doesn't necessarily matter that much, good call. Um, Right. But like, there are certain members of my immediate family where if I did that and it wasn't asked for, it would be like, ah, that's kind of lame, dude. You know, yeah, right. they wouldn't be mad. They wouldn't be disappointed, but it would just communicate. Ah, uh, you know, I forgot to get you a gift, basically. Right. Yeah. So, but as a receiver, totally cool. Would rather have it, in fact, because I don't know. And like, who's gonna read my mind and get me something that I actually want? They, right. You know, without without asking me. Exactly. All yeah. right. Moving on to question number five. What number is Mike thinking of? Five. Question number six: What is your go-to jukebox pick? <laughs> oh man, that's complicated because it depends on the situation. It used to be when we were on the road for many years, the post-show ritual was to find a spot to hang out that has a jukebox and a dartboard. That was kind of mandatory. That's a, no that's a, what, that's a, that's a solid sweet. choice post-show yeah like and feed fun because we were really competitive about throwing darts and we play music or we love music obviously you guys do too so finding the spot that has the dartboard in the jukebox and i had for a long time a series of staple songs that i play in the jukebox and the goal was always to play something that not only our crew would appreciate but that would get a reaction out of people like, oh, you know what I mean? Right, right. One that everybody knows or one that everybody, at least bare minimum in our crew, could sing along with. Right. So I would put a ton of time and thought standing in front of that screen, getting the most out of my five bucks or whatever it was, to try to make sure I'm picking songs that get a reaction out of people. Uh, the first song I would usually pick, and again, you're not trying to – like reinvent the wheel with a jukebox selection you kind of need to hit that lowest common denominator element that appeals to everybody so you want to pick timeless songs that everybody knows that are still cool right and it doesn't matter how many times you've heard them yeah the element of being in a different town than your own means that you're going to be more open than you normally would be you're going to be probably in a better mindset of having fun than you normally would be so you just want stuff that like rocks or gets you singing or is just 
you know, it, it fits the atmosphere of hanging out. He's totally so, getting toward uh, what's good pussy cat. Yeah, totally getting towards <laughs> that. I would pick Thunderstruck by ACDC, for example. Nice. nice that choice. would be like a go-to choice of mine. Or I would play Still D R E, Still Dre by Dr. Dre. Okay. Or just pick stuff like that is Too timeless solid, that solid everybody knows. Yeah. And everybody can sing along and groove with, and that everybody likes. There's no one alive that doesn't like Thunderstruck. And yet, yeah. it's still a cool song. Yeah. No I, matter yeah. how many times you've seen Iron Man, it's still cool. Yeah. yeah. Still Dre, too. Is like yeah. Both are great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Dre and ACDC are both just fucking awesome. Right, they're, they're like <laughs> pillars, yeah. yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, here we are. We're here at number seven. You've made it. This is the big one. Right? This is now, a, a lot of pressure right now. I just want you to know I'm feeling it. Oh, yeah. you think this is pressure? So I don't want to up the pressure too much, but I just want you to know that based on how you answer this, you may be eligible for a bonus question. Uh-oh. Now it's serious. Like, See? really serious. I don't want All to right. scare you further. I'm ready. I don't want to scare I'm you ready. further, but I will let you know that in the history of the show, in the two years that we've been doing this, in the hundred-plus-odd episodes that we've done the percentage of people that have answered question seven in a way that eliminated them from question eight that percentage is roughly carry the seven zero nobody has missed it yeah amazing okay everyone so okay your chances so are good. Your chances are good. Chances and are if really, you screw this up, it might be really awkward. It'd be really weird if you really didn't awkward. get this. <laughs> that is amazing. All right. Andrew, I want you to search your heart for this one. We've been having fun. We've been having fun, but but I really this is this is an important one. Uh, it, it says a lot about a person. So I, I want you to to think about this, absorb it, uh, you know, like really take it in, but also, you know, go with your gut. Don't hesitate. Just let us know what you think. Uh, how do you feel, sir, about garden gnomes? Garden gnomes. Okay. This is a very complex question. Mm-hmm. Garden gnomes. Every question has set has been setting the table for this one. Okay, I, I want everyone to know, I want you guys to know and the audience to know, I've never actually owned a garden gnome. Okay. I've never That's contemplated okay. purchasing one. But I can say that every single time I see one on someone's lawn in their garden, it makes me feel warm inside and makes me feel like that there's a person residing in that home that I could have a conversation with, that I could sit down and have a coffee with, and that who's probably hospitable. So generally positive, I would say, about garden nice. gnomes. I've really never had a situation where I've seen one and been like, oh, that sucks. I'm always like, oh, the garden gnome. Okay. Yeah, yeah, good call, man. Good I call. Bet, I bet they have a story. Right. Yeah. You know? like. Well, yeah. I, I think you also said garden gnome. Right. If somebody has a plethora of garden gnomes residing in there. Well, yeah, the number of gnomes uh, residing in their space is directly attached to the. Could uh, be kind of like how good of stories hmm. they have. 
Hmm. Yeah, I would say if they put a lot of effort into accumulating like a family of garden gnomes or a right. village of garden gnomes, that sort of changes the whole thing. And I think you've got more of a wild card on your hands. Yeah. You don't know yeah. what you can get. Because you don't want when, Yeah. Whenever somebody's like really into anything, it right. it, it, it could be a crapshoot in terms of what you get what you're getting. And are they really in into gnomes or are they just overly uh worried about lawn safety right <laughs> right right you know I, I, which I, one of those things yeah that's a good point I, I do like your answer andrew and and therefore surprisingly yeah. you sir have gotten the bonus question 100 percent. so with that this said is, this is a good day <laughs> this is a multiple choice okay i want you to think outside the box here yes Bonus question is this. Bacon. Is it a topping? Is it a side? Or is it a main course? Uh, what happened to D, all of the above? He knows the correct answer. <laughs> Thinking outside the box, my friend. That is, that is the correct answer. Andrew, you've, you've won nothing but our undying respect and admiration which is undying i mean when i woke up today that was on the radar as probably the top priority so our appreciation with that accomplished where do we go from here well where we go from here is you need to tell everybody where they could check out your brand new record omni part one and all of the things shit these guys have been a band since 96 yeah right so yeah. i get kicked this record there's like 12 records on spotify and, and you go on you go on spotify and you're like wow we booked this five days ago. I don't have this much time. Yes. <laughs> so make some time. Listen to Project 86. Let let everybody know where they can find everything Project 86. I mean, the most obvious spot to kind of get connected to all things P86 is just project86.com. And I would say that if you're new to checking out the band or you've got a minute to check out something new that you've never heard before, uh, either the band or... Uh, you know, a piece of music, uh, check out the first single from our new part one of our new double album. Uh, that song is called Metatropolis. We also have a music video for that. If you go to youtube.com and our at, they switched to the at recently. So yes. we are at yep. Project 86 video. Uh, and I believe that's the pinned video on our, on our profile. It is indeed. on our channel. Uh, and uh, yeah, this new new music is definitely a reinvention and a point of departure uh, it's a lot darker and heavier than anything we've ever done which is really fun and i'm excited to talk to you guys about all that yeah, absolutely we're gonna, i'm gonna uh, we're gonna i'm gonna have fun talking about some of these videos too and uh about anything else that we run into uh but one thing we do like to do before we before we let everybody go and yes. come back in a couple days to check out the full interview is uh i like to ask you a question and i'm going to ask you this question twice once right now and then once at the end of the next episode we're going to see if the answer changes but we like to loosely use the term bacon here right mm -hmm. that's our metaphor for just like bacon makes anything on your plate better it makes it more oh, exciting yeah. with whatever's oh, yeah. happening there's that thing in life for people, you know, there's that, there's that aspect for some people, it's for a lot of people, it's music for some people, it's, you know, reading or, or they like cooking, cooking or, or comic books or the MCU or, or whatever it is that just makes their life a little bit better that takes them out of their normal situation. Um, so, so we like to ask everybody. And like I said, we're going to ask you twice, but right now, if I had to ask you, 
Andrew, what's your bacon? Ooh, that's a good question. What's my bacon? Thing in my world that makes everything better. Thing in my world that makes everything better. Man, that's a great question. <laughs> At the moment, Nintendo <laughs> Switch. <laughs> Ooh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nintendo Ooh. Switch, man. I I used to, I, I first purchased a Switch to play with my kids uh, a little over a year ago. And it was strictly a console for us. Like, I never, ever removed it from the stand. Right. Yeah. And recently, on the last couple journeys I've been on, like flights, I took the Switch with me. Bought a little case yeah. for it. And, I, and I'm <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. This makes flights go so <laughs> fast. And I had it with me next to me in the studio. So, like, we just had five minutes where it's like, engineer hops on a phone call whatever busts out the switch i mean it just makes everything throughout the day better nice. i like that one nice. i've got I, I got a switch for my kids too and i find myself going "Ooh, hey there <laughs> a lot a lot <laughs> it's pretty sweet yeah every every time i look at uh the, the 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 legend of zelda games that have come out for the switch oh yeah I'm just kind of like, I need to get a Switch. Because <laughs> they look so fun. We're They're definitely so going to talk about the game that I love for Switch. We will. We uh, will. And the, the cartridge that contains the games that I love in Switch. When we hit our next episode. But so to hear that and everything else, you guys got to come back on another day. So yeah. Between now and then, go check out Project 86 everywhere that you can. Just go to project86.com where you can see the video, uh, their newest video right away. It'll also have a link to your YouTubes. It'll also give you all the information on how you can pre-order part two mm. of the new double record that's coming out. Half Please of that already. So definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, remember to ask yourselves at home every single day. Make sure to find that thing and ask yourselves, what is it that makes your life better? What is it that makes everything that you do a little bit happier so that every day can just be full of a little bit more joy and a little bit less suck? Yeah. What's your bacon? What's your bacon?